Well, Alabama's got a whole bunch of frozen babies. What are they going to do with them? We'll talk about it. Also, uh, is a Civil War movie a good idea right now? Can you support Israel if you want a ceasefire? And should people be camping in your park? We'll talk about it all today. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. Happy Wednesday. Uh, we are having uh, choppy video problems. So if the video gets choppy, just bear with it, okay? Also, there's way too much light in here. Hey, computer, turn off media room. Get the light right. Oh, there we go. Oh, I look so much better. <laughs> Just so much better. Uh, all right, we've got a lot to talk about today, uh, from frozen babies in Alabama uh, to Civil War movies and whether it's okay to camp in your neighborhood. Uh, we got a lot to talk about. But before we do, I want to tell you something. I did an entire show today that you will never hear, or maybe the patrons will hear, my lovely patrons at Patreon, who I had a fabulous call with, um, because I got angry and a little hurt. Um, and I realized that when you have strong opinions about things, you can't let that happen to you. Uh, but I did. Uh, and that's because some of my actual listeners, I don't care what people on threads say about me or X or whatever, but when my listeners... You know, like when five of my listeners email me and call me a racist or a colonizer uh, or things like that, it, it really makes me angry. And I have to be really honest, after what I've gone through online and with my listeners over the last three days about an opinion I rendered, at first I got mad at black people. I was like, you know what? This is why those people. And I thought, oh, my God, you said those people. You know, you are a racist. Uh, but I, I was angry and it, it all stems around the conversation of should white people feel guilty for slavery? And I, of course, said, I don't feel any guilt and I don't, and I, I, I can't sugarcoat that emotion. I don't, that doesn't mean I wanted it to happen. That doesn't mean that the effects of systemic racism from slavery aren't real. That doesn't mean I don't want those solved. It doesn't mean that I'm not an advocate for African-Americans and others, it, it just means when you use the guilt word uh, that I, I don't feel that towards that event. Uh, and I also realized that I no longer want to have those conversations because in today's America, you cannot have a nuanced conversation about race or homophobia or anything. People are just wanting to be mad at everybody. And if you don't agree with them, they are so quick to label you a racist or a colonizer or whatever. For instance, we can start with this topic because it goes right to that sentiment that nowadays you're not allowed to have nuanced, complex emotions about things. You got to be cut and dry, black and white, all or nothing, or you're bad. I have been labeled an anti-Semite by some for what I'm about to say which is I do not support Israel's war with Gaza at the moment. 30,000 dead people, including 10 to 15,000 dead children. I'm sorry, they only took 200 people. And while you want to be Rome, uh, which, you know, if a Roman citizen was ever bothered anywhere, the whole might of Rome came down upon you and destroyed your village and destroyed your family. And that's what Israel is doing. Benjamin Netanyahu is a far-right politician. His two big cabinet ministers do not believe that Palestine should exist. 
They do not support a two-state solution, and they would kill every Palestinian if they could. And these are the people that Benjamin Netanyahu listens to. So we should not be supporting Benjamin Netanyahu. That does not mean we should not be supporting Israel and the Israeli people. It means we should not be supporting Benjamin Netanyahu. And just yesterday, another resolution was turned down by the United States that called for a ceasefire. Even China is on board with it. Even Russia is on board with it. And yet we seem to not want to say, yes, there should be a ceasefire. Now, this resolution didn't mention the October 20th attack, which is one of the reasons we aren't for it. But it's not helping Biden and it's not helping Democrats to continue to not speak out against the violence in Palestine or what would be Palestine. It is not helping Biden. It is not helping Democrats to not be screaming that they are going to withdraw support for Netanyahu if he doesn't stop killing people and doesn't come up with a two-state solution. However, I am, you know, you're not anti-Semitic if you feel that way. And I'm sorry that there are some Jews out there that feel if you don't toe Netanyahu's line, if you're not all in for this attack, if you don't want them to kill thousands because 200 of them were taken, then suddenly you're against them. Just like if you're white and don't feel guilt over slavery, suddenly you're a colonizer, you're a white supremacist, you're all these other things. No. No to both. I do not support Israel killing any more people in Gaza. Period. They should put down the weapons, withdraw. They should withdraw from the, quote, occupied territories, give the Palestinians back the land that they have by treaty, and create a two-state solution. They should also deal with Mahmoud Abbas, who is in the West Bank right now, and his organization, Fatah, and empower it to try to get rid of Hamas. But that would take a ceasefire and diplomacy. Now, you know, I don't understand why Joe Biden and the United States is not behind a ceasefire. I don't get it. And you're not an anti-Semite if you are. If you feel the Palestinians... Look, I have a lot of Jewish listeners, and I love you. I, I love all of my listeners. I have Palestinian listeners. I love them. I don't think anybody should be killing anybody. Yes, Hamas should give back every last hostage that's alive. But I fear that many of them are dead now. I mean, they've had to evacuate so many areas and then evacuate another area and then gonna there's been so much chaos, I don't see how the the they could be alive. And it will be Israel's fault that they're ultimately dead. And you're like, no, it's not. Israel didn't kidnap them. No. Israel didn't kidnap them, but they they created such a terrible situation in the West Bank and in Gaza that there was no way they could keep them alive. And yeah, they should have given them back. They should have just given them back to stop the fighting. That's what should happen. Hamas should give the hostages back or their bodies. Hamas is not right. Hamas is evil. Hamas should be stopped. This is not the way to stop them. This is not working. 
And I go back to the slavery topic because that's exactly what I told these people criticizing me. Your way is not working. You are not getting the results that you want. There is not equality in the workplace. There is not equality in home ownership. There is not equitable pay. Equi- you know, you are being killed by white officers in horrible numbers. You're not gaining the ground you need to gain. Maybe you need to rethink your tactics. Running around telling white people they need to feel guilty is not working for you. And it's the same thing with Israel. You have been slaughtering Palestinians and Palestinians Palestinians have been slaughtering you since 1948. Both sides need to step back and realize that isn't working. I am 61 years old. There has never been a lasting peace in the Middle East in my lifetime. And what's going on right now certainly isn't going to bring about peace. And I don't know how Biden can go to bed at night knowing that 30,000 Palestinians are now dead and he has not spoken out forcefully against Netanyahu's campaign. Why are we liberals supporting a far... It's like Netanyahu is Donald Trump. That's who he is. They're friends. You know, I mean, this guy is a warmongering racist. He is proud of not having a two-state solution. Netanyahu has boasted that he's happy that he's the one that stopped a two-state solution. We need to stop supporting it. And you're not an anti-Semite if you say that. It doesn't mean you don't support the Jews, Israel, and that you don't love them. It just means you don't want more people killed. Including Jews, by the way. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. You know, fertility clinics are a little weird to me. I think it's like dogs. You know, there's so many unwanted dogs in this world. You should go adopt one before going to a breeder and having one bred for you. Uh, And even if you like a special breed, like I adopted Attila, a black chow chow. There was an agency that adopted out chow chows and they had puppies. And I got the black chow chow that I wanted back in the day. But he was a rescue from a backyard breeder. So fertility clinics, and then you got to go masturbate in a cup and all this weird stuff. And so I don't want to talk about the politics of fertility clinics. In Alabama, there's a law that was just passed or, or that affects them and could, you know, if challenged before the Supreme Court, could affect a lot. And its implications are a lot more than for just people wanting to have children. You know... I have realized that we're a theocratic country. We're theocracy light. We're not, we're not, we didn't go all in on Sharia law. You were not throwing people off the top of buildings and making women. We're almost making women dress in burqas, but we're, we're not quite there. So we're not all in on the Sharia law, but we're close. 
we are Sharia adjacent, honey. Here's Sharia, here's us. We're, we are Sharia adjacent. And I say that because there's so much of American culture that is steeped in this fake Christianity. And I say fake because God would not approve if there were a God of anything that we're doing. Okay? So in Alabama, they've now said that frozen embryos are children. <laughs> frozen babies, are, frozen embryos are people to walk a do walk. They may be cold and just a cell, but they've got rights, so go to hell. Embryos are children to walk a do walk a do walk a do. Uh, uh, but it's true. And so what does this mean that frozen embryos are children? They destroy those all the time. Are they killing kids? Are they murderers? It could mean that. It could mean if you work at a fertility clinic and, you know, you leave the temperature dead, like your fridge goes out, you know. My friend David, his fridge went out this morning. He was worried about the vegan food. I said, don't worry about the vegan food. There ain't no meat or dairy in it. Just put it in a cooler. Uh, but, you know, you work at a fertility clinic and there's a power outage and your, your freezer goes out and, oops, you're now a mass murderer. You just killed 58 people. And you see, embryos are not children. They're not. I don't care what anyone on the right says, any of these Bible-thumping MAGA bangers. I don't, I don't care. They're not children. You know when you're a child? When you pop out the womb and go, wah, that's when you're a baby. Up until that, no, you ain't a baby. Sorry. Well, how do you know they don't have a soul inside the womb? Well, if they do, it can get recycled. Okay, now look, a woman nine months pregnant, yes, that's a person inside of her. A nine-month-old baby is a baby. It's, it's a person. It can survive outside the womb. The moment the child, to me, the child is a child, the moment it can survive outside the womb. Then it's a kid. Until it can actually breathe air and survive outside the womb, it's not a kid. And an embryo certainly is not a child, honey. That's just a fertilized egg. You can get those. And the same people that tell you that a frozen embryo is a baby will sit down and have a plate of scrambled eggs. Now, you might think, well, how is that? Look, I know that there are farms that sell fertilized eggs. There are people that eat fertilized eggs. And that means they're eating a chicken, which means they're eating a baby. And yet, they would get up from their plate of scrambled embryos and scream that the embryos in the fertility clinic are babies. But they don't mind killing baby cows to have their veal. They don't mind killing baby pigs. They don't mind killing baby cows. They don't mind killing baby anything if they're going to eat it. You know, maybe we should just start eating babies. And then, <laughs> and then no one would mind that, you know, about abortions. You know, well, we'll just eat it. Corral. Oh, don't be a specious. You're eating someone's kid. When you sit down to a lovely steak dinner, you're eating someone's child. A mother had that baby cow. A mother pig had that baby pig. A mother pig loved that baby pig. And you took that baby pig to make bacon. You're eating somebody's baby. So don't gasp when I say maybe we should just start eating human babies. You know, because then maybe y'all wouldn't care about abortions. Because it seems to me that in this theocracy, there's no logic. There never isn't a theocracy. Anything that's based on mythical and, you know, unicorns, there's no logic. 
So there's no logic in the law in Alabama that frozen embryos are babies. They're not. It's just religious hocus-pocus tomfoolery. And they don't care about kids. That's always the funniest thing to me. We're going to protect the children. Really? Until they're born? Then you're going to throw them out on the street? You're going to call them names? If they're black, you're going to discriminate against them their whole lives. If they're gay, you're going to try to make laws against them and pretty much want to round them up and put them into camps. Oh, but you love the babies. You know what? Love embryos less and people more. Okay? Love unborn children less and live-ass children more. Children go to bed in poverty. They go to bed hungry. They go to bed homeless every night in this grand country of ours. And you want me to worry about some popsicle. You know? Some woman has 20 eggs frozen that are fertilized and they're all frozen up. I want the husband has to pay child support for all 20. If they're kids, then every man that gave the sperm for those embryos should be on the hook for child support, honey. But what's what's really scary is that we are moving every day leaps and bounds to a full-blown unapologetic theocracy. And everyone's acting like that's okay. Atheism is now 28% of the population, and yet we're acting like it's okay that these Christian nuts are making these rules. And Christians are crazy. If you're listening to me and you're a Christian, I'm sorry, I love you, my heart is open to you, but you're crazy. You believe in mythical beings. You might as well believe in, you know, unicorns that dance with pigs. I mean, it's ridiculous. Alabama frozen embryo. How many frozen embryos are there in Alabama? I didn't think Alabama had. You know, I saw one of these right-wingers on TV say, while you all are having gay sex and abortions, we're just going to breed, 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 and you're going to wake up one day in a totally right-wing America because we're going to have enough children and raise them to be the you know right-wing conservatives, and that way we're just going to outbreed you. They're serious about that, too. They want a whole bunch of little ugly MAGA babies running around with automatic weapons. Little eight-year-olds with an AR-15 and a mullet. Ugh. Can you imagine a country of MAGA children? Oh, my God. Like, ugh. Abortion in that case should be retroactive. Kid could be six. Now I want to take you out. Uh, Seriously. But I really do wish we'd worry more about the living instead of the unborn. We have so many problems for the living, especially in Alabama. You're almost last in education. You're almost first in obesity, heart disease, all kinds of other horrors in Alabama. But you want to worry about some frozen embryos. I'm surprised y'all don't fry them and eat them. You just put them in some bacon grease. They're tasty. It's Alabama, after all. Some of those eggs are from your cousin, your sister mama. And in this theocracy that we're moving towards or have arrived in, There's no rhyme, there's no reason, there's no logic, there's no sense. And we, good people, are stuck here in the middle of it going, what the fuck? What? Like, what? Frozen embryos are children? What the hell? Are they going to go to school? Johnny, did you bring your, who's your new friend, Johnny? Johnny holds up a cooler. Oh, this is, this is my 32 new friends in here. They're in, you know, frozen little embryos. I thought I'd bring them to school so they could start early. Really, we're going to have embryo school, embryo kindergarten, little frozen embryos. 
it's so ridiculous. And, you know, it, it just, it's one more way to exert power over women. This really is, these people want complete control of who has children, how they have children, how they raise their children. Of course, they have to meet their standards. They can't, you know. If you told them that half the embryos were gay, they'd let you destroy them. And there's the hypocrisy. I mean that. If in Alabama, where embryos are now children, if they're frozen, little frozen kids, little frozen baby popsicles, if you told them we know that these embryos right here are going to be gay, they'd say, well, you can destroy those. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily... You're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Oh, Lord, I can just see Sally Struthers now. Millions of children are are sitting in freezers everywhere and they need your help right now. So donate so we can... We can get people to go visit these frozen embryos and sing Christian songs to them. <laughs> oh, God. We live in such a fucked up world. Meanwhile, there's a movie coming out about a civil war in America, and this movie should not be coming out. The last thing we want to do is give MAGA a template, okay? I mean, this is like a how-to. It's like how to drown a baby when you see the side of a, a big tub, a big uh, bucket, like those Home Depot buckets or whatever, and you see on the side of it a step-by-step instruction on how to drown a baby. Now, I know it's telling you how not to drown a baby, but it's really telling some people, oh, that's how I could drown the child. You know, it's the same thing. Going to release a movie about a civil war happening in America and go, oh, that's how, that's how we could start a civil war. These people do not need encouragement. You know, and to prove that we don't care about the living, the Supreme Court in April is taking up a case, which, by the way, liberals are championing even though it's a case brought by conservatives to a conservative court. Liberals are actually rooting for it. And let me tell you why. The case is going before the Supreme Court is whether or not cities have the right to clear out these homeless encampments, to get people off the sidewalks, to tell people to take down their tents in the park. This morning at Desert Breeze Park, two people in tents, you know, right there in the park, just sleeping away. And right now, the police's hands are tied. And that's because cities were told, there's a law that says, if if the population, homeless population of your city is, let's say, 7,000. That's what they say it is here in Las Vegas. I believe it's more, but they say 7,000. So if the city doesn't have 7,000 beds, whether they're occupied or not, if the city doesn't have 7,000 beds available for the homeless, then they are allowed to camp in your parks, be on your sidewalks, make it so you have to step over their pee, all of that. If your city doesn't have enough beds for the amount of homeless in your city, 
then the city has to allow them to camp on public property, sidewalks, parks, etc. If the city has enough beds and the homeless just aren't making themselves, uh, you know, availing themselves of them, then the police can tell them, no, you can't camp here. So cities just want the permission now to say no, period. That no, you can't camp in a public park. You can't be with a sleeping bag on the sidewalk. You know, you, you got to pick your shit up and get out. So the Supreme Court's going to rule on this in April. It's a conservative court, and they may give liberal cities a victory, like L.A. and San Francisco. Now, I am very, very torn on this. The fed-up person in me says, no, no camping in parks, no sleeping on sidewalks, no homeless encampments everywhere. There's a little extra space. You know, no. But the other part of me asks, well, why have cities have known about this law? So why haven't they made more housing available? Other countries have solved the problem by housing the homeless. So why hasn't Las Vegas found 7,000 beds? There's fucking 300,000 beds you know, over on the Strip, why haven't they found 7,000 beds? There's nothing but space around Las Vegas. Why haven't they taken and built a container city where you could put eight homeless people in one of those big containers, four on one end, four on the other, a kitchen and bath in the middle? And you could easily do that. There's enough empty containers in the Port of Long Beach alone. So, or FEMA. FEMA has trailers. Why haven't cities acted with the urgency that they need to get the people off the streets? Why hasn't Los Angeles? Now, they're going to cite money. And I'm going to tell you, we've got plenty of money. And cities, if they, you know, here in Las Vegas, there's a tax on my uh, homeowner's bill to, uh, to pay for homeless services, $18. Now, that may not be much. But there's 3 million people here in Las Vegas, and they all live somewhere. Let's say there's 2 million houses, um, 1.5 million houses, which means property tax is being paid by somebody on almost 2 million homes. 2 million times 18 is a whole lot of money. If we only have 7,000 homeless, why can't the 40 or 60 or 80, you know, what is uh, computer? What is 2 million times 18? It's what, 50? How much? 36 million? 36 million dollars should a year should be able to house 7,000 people. So why, where is that money going? Why, why don't we have 7,000 beds? That's what we should be asking our leaders. Now, should we be making laws that give us the right to throw people out of parks and off of sidewalks? I, I want to say yes. I want to say yes. Get these fuckers off the sidewalk. Stop them from peeing and pooping and all the crime that happens. And like in L.A., oh, my God, the 10 cities in L.A. are disgusting. Downtown L.A., it's disgusting. And downtown San Francisco is disgusting. It's disgusting. It stinks. It's ugly. It's disgusting. So why haven't we made the beds? So they could lie in it. Well, we don't have the space in places like San Francisco. Put them on a fucking barge. Get a cruise ship. 
whatever. Because the minute you have that number, the minute you have enough beds for all of your homeless, again, whether the homeless are in them or not, you can start getting them out and even arresting them. Well, being homeless isn't a crime. No, being homeless is not a crime. Making your homelessness someone else's problem should be a crime. You know, Adam at the park who had his head bashed in uh, with a rock is back out on the street. The hospital after, you know, he didn't have a place for them to release him to. And so instead of getting him into an emergency shelter, getting him into somewhere, they just released him back out on the street. Why? Once you're in the system, you've been brought in, you're homeless, your head has been bashed in. Why don't they make a space available for you? Money. We don't have the money. But you do, Blanche. You do have the money. All homeless services are obviously being mismanaged. Every homeless service in every community is obviously being mismanaged because there are millions poured into the problem and it doesn't take millions to solve it. All right, we'll be back on Friday. I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. Don't forget to comment down below on any and all of the topics I've talked about. Thank you to all of my patrons. Uh, and you can also email contact at reallycorel.com. Visit the website, reallycorel.com. Go, go, visit the website. Go, do it. And comment below. Leave me comments. I love them. I answer them. Hey, leave them. Corel. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing, and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.